The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Carrie Ann, you have a friend who started drinking and you want a way to talk with him? He actually started doing um, heavy drugs. Ooh, okay. And I've I've known him for seven years. My partner has known him for 20 years, and he's yeah. really part of the family. Yeah. And in the seven years that I've known him, I mean, he has smoked pot, but he's never taken any heavy drugs. Yeah. And nine, nine months ago, he started um, smoking like crystal meth. Okay. And we just found out last week that, um, or earlier this week, I guess, that he, his neighbors have been harassing him, and we believe he, well, no, we don't believe, we know that he has kind of gone into a delusional state where they think that, he thinks that they are watching him and they know exactly so he's what paranoid. he's because they're talking to him and telling him every move that he makes. So he's, know his, he's losing his mind. He's losing, he, he's he is, building a and, paranoia. Right, and... I want, I, I, he is, he has, isn't a threat to himself or anybody else. He's not, you know, violent um, in any way. We just are very concerned about him. Um, we are afraid that, um, it, and at the same time, he just found out yesterday that his dog, who is his baby, um, has cancer. Okay. And, and he's not going to make it for, you know, like it's probably a, a month doctor said, which is actually a good thing because um, our friend says he has to be clean for his dog, and we think he has been clean now for a week, okay. um, but he still is hearing the voices, and last night it kind of culminated in, we were over there just taking, you know, basically trying to be with him as much as possible, yeah. and um, he wants to take the siding off of his condo because he feels like we need to like look in the walls and see where the cameras or microphones are hidden. Okay, and so it sounds like he needs and, and and again, I can't evaluate him obviously. So oh, this is I said in that. context. Um it sounds like he I, needs hospitalization and he needs detox and he needs you know really to have a thorough eval. Um the question is how Ah, you obviously care for him dearly, you know, otherwise you could just say, oh, the heck with him, who cares? You know, he's throwing away his life. Uh, I'm not going to destroy my own life. So that is the first point I want to make. You don't want to destroy your own happiness in life. You you can always reach out and give a lifeline to a friend. Be be aware that you don't want to do it at the cost of you're not spending time with your loved ones, your partners, yeah. your friends, and your work. So it can cost you time and energy and effort, and it should be relative to the importance of that person in your life. Yeah. So um, the second point is you've been, you guys have been with him a lot, and you've known him for so long. What are the values that he has where you think he would, where you have a teeny window of opportunity to reach him? You said his dog. What else is around that you think is important to him where you've seen just some little smithereens of, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this or, you know, movement in the other, in the better direction? Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. 
The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. You said his dog. What else is around that you think is important to him where you've seen just some little smithereens of, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, or, you know, movement in the other, in the better direction? I mean, I think right now um, his dog is our, our kind of our last hope, in a way. Okay. I mean, it's only, we've only known about this, um, like, that he's been hearing things for the last week. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, I called, I know that you can't evaluate him, it was more Right. Like, what do we do? Right. Does he have a doctor or a medical doctor or a therapist, a, a psychologist, or some other mental health worker? Yeah. Does he um, have one? We. Ha- he has a doctor. We have actually been in contact good, with the doctor. Good. Good. Um, he. We have. Um, the last few days have been really trying to get him to um, talk to somebody. You know, it's like his was dying. It's like you really need to go talk to. And what does he say to you? He says, um, I can't take the time right now. I need to be with uh, my dog. It, and is there a way that you could bring the dog with you, even if someone sits in the car with the dog? That's exactly what I told him. I said, you know, I talked to, you know, a psychologist who actually talked to me on the phone, and it was extremely effective, and you could be with Gur. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, what about Gur wanting him to get better? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, know. is there a I way know. that you could say, you know, if your dog, you don't want to fake that the dog can think like that, but if your right. dog were aware of this, what do you think Gert would tell you? And, and that's exactly what we've been talking about. Okay. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, he wouldn't want you to be sitting here and, not, and you know, well, I mean, he's not doing drugs right now, but it's yeah. like he would want you to be going out and taking his walks and um, taking right. care of yourself. You can also um, just not tell him what to do. Just say, what advice do you think Gert would give you right now? Yeah. And let him answer it for himself. Now, you've already fed him, oh, the, you've already fed him the words because you were just starting to tell me them. So those words may come back to him because you've already warmed yeah. up that context, a positive context. If he goes negative on you, you can never predict where some. If he said, well, Gert would tell me to just throw in the towel like he's doing. You know, <laughs> if he goes negative on you, then change topic. You know, okay. then you need another direction. Um, but if you can use Gert, what would Gert or anyone who loved you think? You know, you don't have to mention yourselves, <laughs> uh, yeah. but you can let him do the thinking to capture. The goal is to get him to convince himself to get some help. Right. If does he have any children? No. Okay. He any family? He from his family. Okay, so there are major issues here. Any anybody he really values, the two of you. We're we think we're probably the last his last hope. Then you could say, "What do you think we might advise?" Do you you know we love you or you know we care for you, however you phrase it. What do you think we might advise? I can I will ask him that. Okay. It's, it's, Listen, <laughs> I I would hope that he would like, I mean, I tell him I love him, and, and you know, he he was staying over here for the last, you know, four nights, um, but he went back home last night. My partner is 
like he can tell he's not believing, you know, like he's judging him or not judging, but just not believing what's happening. And so the fact that somebody doesn't believe his other friends that haven't believed and just say he needs to go to rehab and you're right. hallucinating, he just stops talking to him. And we're afraid that if he stops talking to us, then that'll be it. Okay, so then you you could talk to his doctor and see if there's any way he could commit him. I mean, you hate to do this to anyone, but if their life is, if they're a threat, you said he's not a threat to himself. He's not he's suicidal, not. No. right? Right. Listen, I'm going to recommend a book for you, which is Sober for Good, which is also clean for good, too. It's by Ann Fletcher, and she talks exactly about how... Um, uh, how people change themselves and how to reach out to them. She's got a whole chapter on that. Okay. Listen, thank you very much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Aggressiveness leaves a nasty hangover. Unless you suffer from very poor insight, you are aware that you bullied someone you care about, and you often feel sheepish and guilty afterwards. The person on the receiving end of your wrath is hurt and distrusts you, even if both of you fake a close relationship to the outside world. A tip-off to aggressive language is the pronoun you, or finger-pointing language. Imagine your partner telling you, you make me angry, you don't listen, you talk to me like I'm stupid, you drive me crazy. The use of you language as a method of attack is guaranteed to set a relationship on fire, and we don't mean romantically. It invites the person receiving the barbs to stop listening and withdraw or counterattack. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com.